When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Janny's team selection. It's post game week 38. It feels like the season's been over for ages, Janny. It's only been a week and a bit, but, you know, we, we, we've got a, well, I'm running... Running low on content ideas, not going to lie, for the channel. Are you uh, wearing a medal? Uh, <laughs> oh my God, you're wearing the medal. Uh, of course I'm wearing the medal. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> we will come on to this medal in just a second. Um, yeah, hello to everyone in the chat. Hello for everyone uh, watching the videos or listening to the podcasts. Uh, we obviously are waiting for the new, new game to launch um, and that's when the real content will start. But for now, you have to make do with some end of season uh, videos and of course some gloating from Team South because this is the first we've had you know Planet FPL pod we've had Plonkers pod there hasn't been any southern and northern interactions yet on the live stream how are you feeling after game week 39? Uh, uh, mentally tortured physically battered uh, sad about losing <laughs> a game of football in which we never looked like winning <clears throat> devastated yeah it was a uh, for anyone who doesn't know, um, Game Week 39 happened at the weekend. It was a lot of kind of uh, people from FPL Twitter meeting up. Some a lot of people you might recognise, as I mentioned, James um, from from the pod. I had people like Ed and Janny playing uh, for the North. Um, I played at right back. David Monday was there. There's a picture on the screen. Loads of kind of um, of, of of accounts um, over there, and then obviously a big night out, which is why I've got no voice whatsoever today because I'm still uh, on the come down. I think from from Saturday. Uh, the South won 2-1. We were the massive underdogs going into the game. I think the North had already thought you'd won that game going into it. And yeah, we surprised you, didn't we? You really did. Um, there's no hiding from it. We thought we were going to win. Like, <laughs> I thought we were going to win. <laughs> um, yeah, surprise, shock factor. Like, and and what goes even better with that shock factor was not only were you good, but you scored early. Like if they if yeah. you're ever gonna hit us, go in one nil down. But saying that, we had 85 minutes to try and claw it back. We never did, did we? So yeah, mate. I'm I'm on a I'm on a on my chair like today, like with wheels, and I work from the kitchen table. No, I don't work here usually for my day job. And I'm sliding around the house on this chair. I cannot walk. Look at the state of me. Hang on. <laughs> let me just. Let me just show you this gammy leg. Oh my like, god! I am literally. This is wrapped. So for 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 all your posts, which is oh poor me, I'm injured. I can, I'm battered and I wow. lost. Wow, it's just, it's horrible, mate. I think I I've, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you what did you, where did that come from? What bit? I don't know. I really don't know. Until I see the highlight, mate, the whole game is a blur. 
yeah. honestly for me like i can't i can't tell you who played well who played like i it's it's all just a blur <laughs> it was it was a very it's a nightmare game. it was well it definitely wasn't a nightmare for for us it, we we really 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 wanted to win that game we you know we we had a couple of training days we had a a tactic zoom call we had james drury the Iceman, giving us dietary advice the night before on what to eat i ate a, a bowl of granola in the car on my drive up to the game with milk and everything. I just pulled over onto the hard shoulder and had my, my granola. Marginal gains uh, was, our, was our motto. And yeah, it was, it, it, it was brilliant. I mean, you, you lost Ben Dinnery earlier, didn't you? That was, I think that was a massive blow. He's a baller. You. He's yeah. so good um, and no excuses, but you're right. Losing Dinnery obviously hit us for six. Like he was our DM. He was our, our James for you. Our, you know, you were James Planet. Planet James, um, and that position is so important. And Dinnery reads the game so well. Physically, he's a beast. So yeah, we had to drop head into that position, and then it was like, okay, who's our forward? And we were already short on forwards. I'm mm. um, just seeing some of the south, some of the south in the chat. God lord, it's almost <laughs> like you don't quite want to talk about this, Jenny. I'm sensing a bit of uh, a bit of reluctance to to remember the. Yeah, we've got Peter in the chat. Peter was absolutely amazing. FPL team, Peter. Uh, we've got FPL Harry. FPL Harry at centre-back with Plonka. Yeah, absolutely. Beast. Unreal. I mean, listening back to the commentary, the amount of clearances Harry yeah. made yeah, in that the game. He was, he was a commentary darling, was was Harry. Rightly so, he was brilliant. But I, I didn't... I, I listened to the commentary the, the day later and the drive back. And, and I was like... Firstly, I just want to say Harry and Plonka were two of the best players on that football pitch mm. from the little bit I do remember. But I was listening back to the commentary and I was like, Mode and, and, and Rich, Harry, Harry, Harry. And I was like, I've not heard Plonka mention. I'm no. sure he was he was equally as good. Um, but yeah, Harry even got the two, two Brucey bonus. But uh, both of them, what a partnership that was. Like, we know next year we need to seriously up our game to even get a sniff against those two at centre back. Yeah. Well, it was the, the the reason why Harry had to make so many clearances was you just you kept attacking down your right hand side. And I I hate to say this on this stream, but I honestly think you were the you were the best player on your side. You were attacking well. Every corner you seemed to get your head on. Uh, you were energy wise was really good. So all of you. I mean, I I was at right back. No one tried to take me on the entire yeah. game. I'd like to say it was because, you know, I was so menacing and, and commanding that they, you know, chickened out. But I couldn't quite believe it. Every time sort of Hindu monkey or someone started coming towards me, they tried like a cross field ball or went back into the centre. I really thought you were going to try and target those kind of two fullback positions. And that was the plan. It just it didn't, didn't at work. All. Yeah. Didn't at all. No. It just didn't work. I, <clears throat> I, and kind of you'd say, mate, about, about me, I'm, I'm on paper going off the training session, going off how good I know some of the lads are, genuinely, I'm, I'm bottom tier. I'm, I'm, I'm far down on our best players. If you look at, like, technically, the, the, the one thing which, which, like, allows me to do okay in, like, sport is I, is it, I, I, I often want it more than others. I'm very competitive mm. and I'll chuck my head at anything, as you saw from corners. But, I'm far from what's really disappointing for me as someone on team North is if we had all, if we had played to our ability, I think we would have won that football match. I, th I do think we should have been the better team. Like I saw these guys in training. They're phenomenal. Like we just didn't 
perform to the best of our ability as a team. We was we were we so far underperformed and a lot mm. of that was probably we were overconfident a lot of it was it just didn't work out on the pitch some of it might have been tactics I feel like you guys were all brilliant and probably maybe you guys underperformed a bit as well I don't know because I don't know how good you guys are but what I can say about my team is they are incredibly good footballers and they just didn't a lot of them just didn't show up on the day which mm. is painful to see I, I put myself in that category I don't think I was as good as I should have been um but yeah, it just didn't go for us on the day. And it see ever you guys clicked clear identity using your best player. The best player on the pitch by country mile is Nacho, right? And you used you used your star man. He could have had five. He could have he had could, five in that. He game. could, but I still reckon his XG, I still reckon he outperformed it. I was thinking this. I was like, a lot of people said he could have had five, but you've got to remember, not every chance can be a goal. And I still think he overperformed his XG. His XG wouldn't have been more than 2.0, would it? Yeah, no, I reckon it would. <clears throat> you think? No, because none of them were high XG shots. None of them would have been like 0.6, 0.7. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. I mean, he had, I he had, what, six opportunities, though? He did, but he had a couple of well-saved the edge If they're the all 0.5. And he hit the target pretty much every time. I mean, he forced mm. a couple of worldies out of our GK, didn't he? Our goalkeeper. Well, I mean, your goalkeeper kept you in the game as well. He was I mean, brilliant. He was, sen- I mean, the- he was sensational. He did perform well. I, he might argue he had made an error for the first goal, but that was a hard one to call because he was sort of in no man's land. But he was outstanding. He was yeah. so good. What about Sham, though? Our, our, our goalkeeper, for anyone who doesn't know, our goalkeeper was, I'm not exaggerating, he must be five foot five, five foot six max. Yeah. And he got so much stick going into the game. You know, people saying he was too small. At one point, I did look back at the goal and I was like, he does look very small in that goal. <laughs> but he was amazing. The save he made from Blanco just before halftime, the, the score at, at 1-0, um, Betty Blanco puts in a free kick, Sham yeah. tips it, jumps up, tips it over the bar. If that goes in and you go into the halftime at one all, it's a different game in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like scoring at the right time is so important in football matches, isn't it? And that was, you know, around the half time mark. You obviously scoring early, kicked us. At the end of that first half, we that was our probably best period of the game. Mm. End of the first half, I think we had a good 10 minute spell where I remember having a sort of half volley from the edge of the box, which I thought I was going to do as a Dan. It was whisker over the bar. But yeah, we didn't score at the right times, but we didn't really create the chances. Other than set pieces, we didn't look like scoring, which is so frustrating. Mm. Um because I know how good we can be and I know how good these footballers are. I, I'm I'm proud of how good Team North can be on their, will be on their day. And I have no doubt. And for all of you Team South in the chat, we will have you in 12 months time. Mark my <laughs> words, save this clip. We It's going to be a painful 12 months getting there, but it will make victory even sweeter when we oh, absolutely can, nail you in 12 can, months time. Can everyone <laughs> please save that clip for 12 months? Because I'm just trying to find, uh, I believe Team North have got uh, uh, something interesting in their bio. Oh uh, God, what have they got? Which uh, I think it, I think it just reads, uh, the superior team in every way you could possibly imagine. I just wanted to remind, remind you of that. <laughs> oh, we, we, it, it's been great because obviously with, with Blanco and Pig and Ed, you know, the, the banter's been, you know, like elite tier stuff. And we actually, we printed off all of the, quotes from, I love that. of Twitter and had them in the dressing room. We were like, look, look at them mocking us. 
and David gave a very um, you know impassioned speech and, and things. And oh, I would great. love to have seen that. Yeah, it was really funny. Looking at the chat now, we've got we've got half um, half the South team. Three five yeah, two. Adam, there's great. not one single Northern person in the chat. Is no, there? I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why that is. Um, for anyone wondering, yes, I took a foul throw. Uh, it was the first throw of the game. Uh, my only excuse is I I I, did, I knew how to take a throw. I tried to take it quickly, and. Trying to take a quick throw short is really hard. <laughs> this is what I learned from, from that match. There was a few. There was a few there foul was. throws, probably on both sides, that went unnoticed. So you there got was... you and Pratt's got a bit unlucky there because you both got pulled for it. And I, I think I saw a few, I'm not gonna lie. I think we had we had four foul throws across the team. I did one, Praz did two. I think Adam did did the fourth, maybe it was Adam. And then you had one as well. I think it might be. Oh, did we have one? Was one of ours pulled? Because yeah, I, I saw a few was. on our team as well. Yeah, one of them was pulled. So everyone, everyone that I saw, um, I laughed at. But the, uh, the the best moment of the game for me, the best moment of the game, you know what's coming. <laughs> I mean, it was the worst moment of the game in some ways, but also the best. It was your goal. Because <laughs> you come up for a call. I was I'm, glad the I'm glad I'm getting an opportunity to speak here. Go on, yeah, set, set me yeah. up nicely. Because I, uh, I, I've, I've had a bit of stick. And you have. I tell you what, for anyone that wants to give me stick, come at me. I'm ready for this. I'm, I'm going to tell exactly how I saw it. So, so I was off the pitch. I played 53 minutes, which means I didn't get my clean sheet, but I was off the pitch. Um, Suj came on at right back. And that was when you actually started attacking him. Poor Suj, an indie monkey. I think you registered him about three times in about three minutes. Um, you got the corner. The corner comes over. Great header from Janny. 2-1 in the uh, in the, what, the 83rd minute, something like that. Janny peels away. The shirt's off. He's running down the pitch, waving it. And I just hear someone just go, I feel someone on your team just go, Janny, it's 2-1 for God's sake. It was get the ball, get the ball. Get Firstly, the ball. my message to Sam Martin that was saying that. I tell, you what, I tell you what, Sam Martin, how about you get the ball in the rest of those 90 minutes? Yeah. There's a, <laughs> if anyone thinks getting the ball off the back of a goal is going to speed up the kickoff time, absolutely not true. I could have gone and celebrated at the corner flag. That would have wasted time. No, it was straight back. So, so that firstly, let's park that. That's completely irrelevant. Like, let's enjoy our little wins and our little victories and scoring a goal. Oh, honestly, it, you have to enjoy it. Johnny, if I'd scored the shirt, the shorts, the socks, <laughs> it would all be off. Believe me. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, it, was it wasn't literally... planned. Clearly, it wasn't planned. But you, your emotion, I was going to say your emotion gets the better of you, but your emotion just takes over. So I don't think it got the better of me. Like, I do that all day. I did that every time. I'd relive that. There was, there, was never any, there was never any doubt that that was happening. Like, if you'd scored that goal, that shirt was coming off. I, I was just surprised you didn't have something underneath, you know, <laughs> advertising your book or, or something. <laughs> I didn't expect to... I didn't expect to have a shot in the game. Mm. I didn't expect a single opportunity, a single chance. You had a like, couple. You, you, were, you were an absolute threat from, from those bloody set pieces. Because mm. I, I was marking you on a few of them right at the start. Yeah, and... you were, well, marking, you weren't even looking at the ball. You're marking. In fact, you were, you were the hardest person, probably mark, the, the best marker I had, because you weren't <laughs> even looking at, you had your back to the ball. And you were just, yeah. it was like watching Serie A in the 90s. You were just watching me like that, and the corner's coming from over there. You were just tracking me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I forced you out quite wide for one of them. You had, you had a kind of a decent, I say forced you out wide. You followed the ball, but I was managed to, but you won that header, and I was like, oh, crap. It went about <laughs> 10 yards wide, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I was like, God. And then it happened like a few times then I think Plonka had you for a few 
Um, I think it was Boona who had you for the for the goal, but it was really difficult to to mark you in that. It really was. You were you were great for that. But yeah, you got some stick. I mean, come on, it's a charity game. It's you outrageous. Just scored a goal in a two one thing. Like you've got, we've got, we're playing with a crowd. It was crowd watching us. There's commentary, like. All the build-up, honestly, I thought it was superb, your, it your celebration. Yeah, I see it a thousand times over. I've, I had a few comments on the night out, and I've seen a few tweets, and I'm looking at I'm looking at P, and I'm looking at Praz, who both in the chat. Hi, guys. Um, it's not like you won the game. It's not like it was, it was a World Cup victory, or it's not like it even got you on level terms. You were 2-0 down, and you made it 2-1. Why the hell are you taking your shirt off? I'm not saying those guys said those things. Um... um and I'm like, hang on a minute, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, firstly, there was a momentum shift, so it, it gave us spirit. Secondly, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy scoring a goal because I can't remember the last time I did one of those. And thirdly, <laughs> when have you ever played an 11-a-side football match? For me, it's been 15 years since I played one. Yeah. With commentary, with a crowd, never done that, never done that. On camera, never done that. Jesus, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy myself. Now, I swear to God, it wasn't planned. I was actually thinking I was gonna do the Tardelli Grosso like that, like no, oh, or maybe even the Bonucci from the Euros, that look of that sort of, you know. Um, but within a second of scoring, as I've seen this video clip since, which was hilarious. It was it was, was just it like, was get in, it, off. it was instinct. That's what it was. It was just pure, like it was just pure instinct. It's like Ryan Giggs at Villa Park with the hairy chest out for United when they won the treble. Oh, um, it was amazing. It was yeah, it and was, I started it... running to the crowd and thought, I don't want to get too close here. I don't want them getting some <laughs> some close ups of the dad bod. Quick drift in field. Oh, it was. I amazing. must say, I'm getting very excited about this goal. And look, whilst it was great, I I would take it all back. Like it was nice to have that highlight, but genuinely, the only thing I really care is about the result, and we lost a football match. So whilst it was nice to be voted the fans man of the match, not the yep, official one. I've got one. a picture of I've got a picture of that on the screen as well. Oh God, have you? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you are with, with your award. When he announced your name, I think about half of the rooms went, "Oh no, not yeah, it's going to be unbearable." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to do that. It was nice to get that nice to score the goal, but. It would have been a hell of a lot nicer to win that football match. Oh, it was honestly because because I, I I've never played football. Right? I never played at uni. I never really played at school. I've never been involved in that kind of like match day thing. And I was just so bought into everything. And you know, we we had such a good team spirit in the sub. We'd had been to a few training games. We had this Discord chat and everything. Um, yeah, and then to you know to play you know fifty minutes in the game and then afterwards when I mean that last five minutes. Was was about the most stressful thing yeah. I've ever experienced in my Because Krellin went through on a one on one, didn't he? Oh. Well, it looked like it was going to be a one on one, but I think maybe Plonka got <laughs> a foot in. Um, there was another set piece. I was off the pitch for the last five. Well, I was you were just, it was it was we were just like back to the wall, like get that ball up the pitch. Uh, if it were Harry running through uh, <laughs> and in the end, Rude, nearly Rudigering it was also a fantastic. Moment. That was amazing. I he thought was, he was he in. Just controlled it. I thought he was in as well. Saw um, the I also want to shout out to this guy uh, because this is probably my other favourite photo of the of the day. Oh, good! I'm on the YouTube stream now, so I can see your images, uh, and I'm reading all the um, all the all the comments. That is uh, Planet FPL James with the with the trophy uh, sat on the floor with it. Absolutely incredible performance from yeah. him. Like you you wouldn't think it to look at him, and I'm sure. I mean, no disrespect by that, but you would not think that that man could put in the kind of like central midfield performance. He was, he was, he was back. He was winning fouls. He was like, his awareness and like spotting of passes was incredible. He's got some skills in his locker, like little turns and flicks. 
he was absolutely incredible. I, <laughs> yeah, absolutely as, amazing. As, as the great Andrea Pirlo said in his autobiography, like football's played with your head, your the feet are just your tools. But it, and a lot of centre backs over the years have said the first five yards in your head, like so important. He mm. clearly just reads the game very well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And was uh, good with his feet as well. I saw him do yeah. something. I think he did a little. Um, I think it was late in the second half. He he maybe. Uh, he sort of teed the ball over Ed's head. It was almost yeah. like Gascoigne against Scotland. <laughs> teed over Ed's head. I think Ed brought him down for a foul. Ed fouled you know. him. Yeah, obviously he had to. You can't allow that. I mean, that's that's that's. Completely... How was there no yellow card? So apparently, our our coach. Yes, we did have a coach, and he was brilliant. Um, um, um. Because I, I heard a few comments like, "Oh, they've got a physio, they've got a coach, we've not got anyone," um, and yeah, we we did. Um, but he got told to get out, um, to get back in his technical area, or he'd get booked by Lino. <laughs> and I was like, "Imagine that being the only yellow card of the game that our coach could have been booked for being outside of his technical area." The amount of challenges. I mean, you don't get for those joining that haven't seen. You don't get a leg that looks like that. I mean, not and, and, and your 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 team was the dirtier team by far. You think, I mean, you Stevie think so? Stevie could have been off for his challenge on Adam. It studs up challenge like from across the pitch. Blanco bad, made about six fouls in a row. Like, oh, Blanco try... was. I thought Blanco had a really good game. <laughs> he, Blanco, like, yeah, Benny Blanco was amazing. Um, you you, I, I've got to watch the fo- the footage back of you bringing down Raptor because you you say you won the ball. I, Drama I was, queen, what, mate. You, you did you actually win the ball on that? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was. I, it was you know what? I'm not sure if I, I. I was obviously the last man, but I don't know if by the time he went down, if there was cover. But arguably, it was a red card, right? Because I was the last man. <laughs> it def- and someone said it was in the area that there's no way I make that tackle if it gives away a penalty. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the area. But time will tell when we see the highlights. Can't wait <laughs> I mean, to see the highlights. I, I watched it. I and thought I, I broke like... his leg, mate. Yeah, I'm not, I was, I was obvious... a heart and mouth moment. It was horrible, oh, actually. Because he and went then a down su- with a scream. I mean, yeah, but he went down with a scream a lot. Um, and he, <laughs> you know, you didn't hear <laughs> a peep out of Batici, and I was, I was in pain. Um, <laughs> I know he's going to watch this back as well. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the commentary that with Andy North or commentary when he said, "Oh, if you're wondering what made the dinosaurs go extinct, it was an Italian <laughs> man with a top knot, <laughs> something like that." <laughs> honestly when when he went down and the first thing obviously I did was like how is he and when I saw he was fine I was like made it very clear that I got the ball to the referee and I think your bench said to me like how is he and I looked at him and was like he's absolutely fine now clearly he wasn't fine he he was he was he was hurt but the fact I didn't actually hurt you know I'm all for a heavy challenge but Jesus it would have really ruined the day if anyone had got seriously serious injured like I'm sure none of us can walk today that's fine but there's no broken bones you know no I mean the only the only injury was was Dinnery obviously but that was a oh yeah off, off the ball off the ball thing yeah um but yeah, no, just and yeah, I just want to thank like um, Ash is in the chat and and Benny obviously organised it. Uh, thank everyone for coming Superb. to the game as well. Like having an atmosphere there was amazing. The commentary was brilliant, and of course it was all for an amazing cause for Street Child United. And what about four and a half thousand pounds raised, something like that. Yeah, and that's without the total on the Just Giving page shows without the gift aid that pretty much everyone has put on. So that's another, it, it takes us well over five. And then ticket sales was another 500 quid. So yeah, we, we could reach 6K by the end of the amazing. week. Which be amazing. amazing. And I, I think this is going to be a, you know, a, an annual thing that, that we do. We're going to get, you know, more people involved next year. If you want to play, like, you know, get, you know, speak to Benny and Ash and, and you know, get your name in kind of the hat. 
Um, because yeah, I just think it was, it was, I knew it was going to be fun, right? But it was so, it was so much fun. Like everything about it was, was incredible. So yeah, just, just yeah. thanks to them for organizing it and, and everyone that turned up on the day. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was outstanding. I know we need to move on, but just to, just for me, like obviously charity was the winner and it was brilliant, but also FPL was the winner. Mm. Like it was so nice to have a, a meetup between so many faces I'd never seen before. And as someone that organizes FPL events in fantasy football fest i can genuinely say like this has been the best event i've been to this weekend like it was it will form and i think monday said something it's that it'll form it will be always be an iconic day in in fpl every year now this event so i'm just delighted to be part of it and i think it was it was brilliant to get everyone together some of which there was there was beefs and all that was forgotten and yeah just a great day with a a, a great bunch not just for those that played but those in the crowd as well so Thank you, Ash and Benny, to organising and and fair play to Team South. Like we've mentioned a few of you, but there were some outstanding performers there, like Iceman in the middle of the park. So oh, good. Plonker at the back is obviously a beast. Monday caused me problems first yeah, half. Yeah, he was great. Um, great set pieces Ra as well. Like Raptor, every time he got, you can see Raptor's pedigree from a child being a he's child. Like really bowler cross. Oh. <laughs> and so confident with the ball. Like when he got the ball and dribbled, it was like, I knew I couldn't let him get into full mm. flow because he was just lightning. Um, very good. Obviously Nacho, like Nacho insane. I can't, like, it, like I can't, I can't, for anyone that wasn't there, I can't tell you how good he, he was. And I'm very excited about potentially marking him next year. Um, <laughs> very excited about that. And if you watch this Nacho, Yeah. It's on. <laughs> well, and, and I, mean, also, I want to shout out to Merch, FPL Merch, Ross at left back. I thought he was the way he got oh, forward we and didn't defended. Know, we didn't know who was your left back. He was very good. Really good. And and, and Peter as well, obviously. Um, mentioned Peter. Uh, yeah, that, although he made a comment on made. Twitter earlier I didn't like, so I'm not bigging him up. Peter did. <laughs> About me trying to claim three bonus. I was like, where's this come from, dude? Um <laughs> people, but also team champ, Jaddy. You, got, you can claim what yeah, you want. Yeah, absolutely. Um but Team North as well, like my team, like it was so good to meet Stevie. What a what a crazy man he is! But and when he's fit, he'll be a brilliant footballer. But I, also, I ended like, up on a night out with Steve, me and Stevie, uh, uh, you know, at a club <laughs> at five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, or whatever it was. I mean, it's the most unlikely, you know, bromance ever. Just the two of you, yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Like our uh, Sav was amazing in goal. It was good to meet people like Pig and uh, obviously Benny. That's the first time I've seen him in person. So yeah, Hindu monkey on the left, like second half caused problems. Yeah, so Ed. I thought Ed was one of our best players. He was proper yeah. vocal, little mini Boris Johnson. But anyway, enough of <laughs> calling people out. I just wanted an opportunity to do that, knowing I've heard. Plonker calling out all the sort of great performances of Team South. And obviously James has done a pod as well. So um, we've not had a Team North, sort of obviously not had a, a Team North one uh, since we lost. Uh, but I haven't mentioned everyone, but to a man, like I was so proud to be part of that team. And um, we will go again and we'll be better. I'm so happy. <laughs> I cannot express how happy I was when that final whistle went. I've never oh, felt Viking as well. I didn't mention Viking. Happiness like that. Oh. Damn, Clarky. So Sorry, good. Carry on. JJ. Right, right. <laughs> oh, we, we were going to do 10 minutes on that. We've done 26. Oh, of course uh, we have. We got, of course we <laughs> have. Always going to happen. Um, yeah, be on the lookout for the for the match. Uh, the, there's a whole, the whole match is being posted on the um, Planet FBL uh, YouTube channel. So be on the lookout for that. And you can see Jenny's goal and celebration. 
Uh, and you can see me with with not much to do other than a foul throwing. So, and please yeah. don't give me stick for the goal celebration, guys. I've had honestly the fact that when it happened, that it ran through my head that I'll get stick for this on social shows semi like what's wrong um, with social media and just 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 trolls. Like if you can't enjoy those small wins in not just in a, on a football match, but in life, whether it's your FPL score scoring a goal in front of a, a live crowd at two nil down, like then you're doing something wrong. Like mm. be you, be individual and don't try and be anyone else. And like, I certainly wasn't going to not do that because of the potential consequences. I did that because I was like, no, F it, be you. And yeah, you should always do that in life, I think. If, if there's ever a little little mini moral of the story to go by. Yeah. God, imagine if you got the winner. I don't know what you would have I would have. I mean, my timeline alone is going to be clogged full of highlights. That, that goal from every angle I can get um, for the next week. But yeah, if I'd been on the winning team, I, I would have been even more unbearable. And, and why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to, just building on that quiz just before we do move on. I mean, um, you, know, you talk about like this, this, the meetup and how good the night out was and everything. Oh, and I yeah. think this, this year has been like, this year the FPL community has gone up another level with Hasn't Fest. It? With with the uh, Nemas meets with yeah. this charity game, you know, and and I was listening to Planet FPL earlier, and they were talking, and Suj was was saying it's 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 stepping away from the virtual side of just it being on Twitter or on Scout and people chatting, and now it's real life friendships and connections being made with people. And I would never, have, I, when would I ever have got up with Stevie until four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> like other than other than through something like this? So. You know, everyone that's watching and listening to this, just get involved in these these, these events. Like, you, you'll, yeah. you'll meet some amazing people. Even people that you, like, Hindu Monkey and Plonka went into it with so much beef between them. You know, they hated each other. By the end of it, they're hugging it out and, you know, and it's all it's all love. So, yeah, yeah. I would strongly recommend um, everyone get involved if they have any opportunity to do so. Yeah. Uh, and up the south, up the south. If you're overseas and think I can't get involved with this, there are still things like there are still lots of meets overseas and check out Nima and FPL meets because he's organising stuff around the world. So it's still like these pub gatherings for for you in Mumbai or in the US or in Ireland yep. or whatever. So follow him. Yep. Excellent. Right. After all that, we're now going to talk. Uh, FPL. Do you remember FPL, Jenny? That- Boo! I tell you what, I enjoy. I enjoy the the football way more than I do about the, than the FPL <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Well, I, I'll put timestamps on these. If you couldn't care less about Gabby Thirty Nine, uh, you've skipped to this bit. Hello, welcome to FPL. It's Jenny's team selection. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a bit about kind of uh, your season generally, uh, your your kind of highs and lows. I've got some stuff on your kind of best players and worst players. Let's start with uh, game week thirty eight, which I. Th- Hang on, I've not labelled these screens very well. Let's try this one. Uh, yeah, oh wow, look at that. I'm on it. Uh, so game week 38, you got 78 points. Uh, you had Gelhart coming in for Alonso uh, and the rest of your team was Rams. There were two. James, seven. Cancelo and Trent both blanking. Havertz, Kai Havertz, coming in with seven. Uh, Luis Diaz uh, with two. Saka with five. Son captain, 24. Kulazewski, with a big 16 points, oh, Harry Kane uh, with 10. So good final week for you, 78 points. Sadly, wasn't enough to get you into the top 10K where you'd kind of been hovering for a lot of the season. It's your second best finish, I believe. Um, happy thoughts? Yeah, I was looking back. Something like five of the last eight years, I finished between 15K and 21K. And this is right bang in the middle of that. Like it was just like it like it seems like that's that's where I am and and that's where I am. 
Um, so yeah, it was fine. Um, the season in general was, I, I guess this is very accurate. Like I do, I do tend to say this and I, I think I did. And I know we can talk about luck, luck and variance and all that. But I do think after 38 game weeks and a crazy amount of decisions we make on an individual basis, not just who we captain, but who we buy each week, what formation we play, who we bench. After 38 weeks and thousands of decisions, I tend to think that the rank you end up with is has to be fair-ish. So there we are. That's how good I am. I Last year was the 16,235th best player in the world. And I think that's probably <laughs> accurate. Um, I was checking my rank. You know, I'm not one for checking rank mid-game week because it was obviously all kickoffs at the same time. Clearly, I was checking my rank every two minutes, like live FPL. Um, and at one point, I looked like I was going to get 10K, which is weird seeing this because I, I was so far off it in the mm. end. But I started the game week really well. Havertz scored early. Gelhart had a goal disallowed and Havertz hit the bar both, I think, in the first half. That would have taken on big points. Um, and actually, before even going into the last 10 minutes, my rank was significantly better. And then I had a Robbo goal, a Salah goal, and an assist. And they both, I think, got bonus. And obviously, not owning Robbo, not owning Salah at my rank really hit me because they were both highly owned at my rank. Um, so, so, yeah, I... I I had a big, a huge red arrow in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, it was fine. There we go. I mean, the boys came in well on the last day, the Spurs lads having triple Spurs attack was nice. Havertz could have had five goals um, and he did hit the bar. Um, it was, it was fine. It was another kind of swingy day, wasn't it? Which kind of reflects the whole season, I think. I mean, yeah. if you had Kulisevsky, Son and Kane, you probably did all right. If you didn't have Kulusevski, like me, you had to find your points from other places. You players like Martinelli coming in, you know, Saka only getting five. Madison obviously getting big points and then others kind of not performing. Um, it was a, yeah, I mean, we all expected Chelsea to obliterate Watford and they didn't. They, they conceded. James got the assist kind of late on, but Alonso didn't play. So, yeah, I mean, you were either, it was another week where, you know, I know you could say that about every week, but it really felt like, again, you were either on the right side of it with 80, 90 points I've seen some people on like 30, 40. Yeah. It's another another really polarising week. And that's been kind of the story of the season, hasn't it? I mean, you've been on the wrong side of quite a few of those decisions. And we'll talk about your best players and your kind of worst players. Salah being the one which has actually cost, cost me you so many points over the, over the year. He really did. Do, uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about captaincy, so I don't want to <laughs> say it all now, but... If, if we if I can go in that direction, the, the thing that I'll learn most from this season is I need to up my game with captaincy and that just wasn't good enough. Someone ranked, I think, like around 100 content creators and their captain points. Mm. I was around 95th out of 100. Like, you, pretty much everyone watching this stream will have done better in terms of captaincy if they're, if they're a keen FPL manager than I did. My captaincy was absolutely shocking. As I think you got around 130, 150 points on me just in captaincy alone. Well, Give me those 150 mm. points and I finish at 1K. <laughs> now, I, yeah. I didn't finish at 1K and I didn't get those points. I didn't deserve those points because I made bad captaincy calls. But it shows how how big it can can. Uh, can affect your rank and my captaincy as always this isn't just a, a a common theme this season it was terrible last year as well i don't know much before that because i didn't know there were tools where you could even look um and if i go back four or five years i yeah i didn't even know overall rank was a thing i was a i was a casual that played for mini league success um but 
I need to up my game of captaincy. And I notice all those that got good captaincy points pretty much went for the highest EO player every week. And that mm. works. And if you go against that and get it wrong, as I was willing to do a quite a bit, quite a bit of risk appetite in my game, perhaps I need to keep that just for my transfers and not with my captaincy. Captaincy is... Is, is such a good one. I mean, I've, I've got some got some things on your captaincy. I mean, your captaincy success ratio. Do you want to have a guess at what that was? Well, I'm guessing it was quite high by the way you phrased the question. But that if but everyone else's was higher, that's the point. <laughs> well, it if, was it, it was it was 54%, right? So 54% of the time you you got the right captain. So I guess I mean it's it's maybe higher than you might have thought it was given given. It's it's not that high. Um, don't get me wrong. You know, it's it's basically twenty three blanks. You yeah. Know, in, in you know, well, not that many. It's only 11, 11 blanks. Sorry, out of the, out of the um, thirty eight game weeks. So it's not it's not bad, but you know, it's not amazing. The fact it's worse than pretty much everyone watching though makes me know it's bad because I know I know where I rank in terms of captain points. Well, maybe success is different, but. In terms of captain points, which is what we, I guess, really care about, I'm I'm over a hundred down on like the average of most good FPL, not just elite, but just good FPL managers. That's a hundred points I need. So, so Jamie Piggott, who won it, he got sixty nine percent success. So, you know, captaincy is obviously really, really important, but it's not like he's like ninety percent captain yeah. success he's you know six, six close to 70 percent. you're at 54 percent. so it's still a difference it's, it's, it probably is the equivalent of about 100 points something like 100 150 points but yeah. you know it is interesting when you look at you look at and, and jamie piggott's an interesting one because he he had an, he had a really strange season he was ranked a thousandth in in i think game week 30 or 31 something okay. like that you, and i wouldn't have thought someone ranked a thousandth at that stage of the season could come yeah. and won it he had well, that, you were you were you were around then I was ahead of him at right. that point, but then he had all his—he had all his chips, and I'd blown my free hit um, by around by around that time. And then he obviously had—he got a two hundred pointer in in game week thirty six. That was yeah. the, that was the, the the key thing for him. But again, I, I think like to win it, it, it just shows again you just got to be consistent. And I think someone asked a question on Twitter, and it was like, if you if you had a game week rank of a million every week over that thirty eight season, where would you finish? I think you'd win it. Really. I think you'd win it Gosh. because there are so many highs and lows on, on a season. Yeah. Um, I mean, J Jamie Piggott, he, he, he didn't have, I mean, he, he was having, he had ranks at 4 million, game week ranks of 4 million in game week 33 and in 31. He had a 6 million game week rank in game week 23, a 6 million game week in, in game week 14, a 5 million in game week 15. Yeah. You know, he had multiple game week ranks of over 3 million. You haven't got to be the best manager every week. You've just got yeah. to be consistent, and it's the same with your captaincy. It's the same with all these, all these kind of things. It's a, yeah, fascinating game at times. It really is, and that level of consistency with your captaincy picks or your just yep. just your game week to game week obviously goes a very long way. Like I think that like I, I think it's really important as FPL managers, and and this video is partly about that. When we review our season, it's how can we improve? And I know the big thing I need to improve on next season is is captaincy. I, I like having a risk appetite and I think I can do that alone in transfers. The fact this year I had Havertz a lot or Luis Diaz or Foden, players that perhaps weren't too popular that actually did quite well and, and showed me that it was, it, was, it was good to think outside the box. 
Uh, but at the same time, you don't need to captain these guys. Owning them is mm. often enough. And I actually hear a fair few managers, and actually I don't know if FPL Harry's still in the chat. He might have gone after the Game Week 39 chat. But I've seen him say quite a few times, owning them is enough. Owning them is enough. And Harry doesn't have a very big risk appetite as far as I'm aware. He doesn't need he doesn't need one. He finished at 1400 in the world, like an mm. amazing season. But his attitude is right. Owning them is often enough. Um, so I need to take that. I need to take that. Um, so yeah, good to know where, where I need to improve. Yeah, I mean, my, my captaincy, um, just just so it's not just the complete extremes, was, was at 62%. So I, I had I had a great wow. year, personally with, with things. I think what's interesting about our captaincy is is you're at you're at fifty four. So you're not that much lower. But it's the but points. Again, you had one hundred and thirty points. points. Exactly. It's the it's the points as well. So just captaining a, a reliable player who gets you five points isn't always enough. When there are other players, obviously, who are getting big big scores of, of double digits and fifteen, and all those points add up over the season. So again, it's it's that risk and reward type element. And this was a season, I think, which had had so many so much polarization in particularly in captains you yeah know, you, you you were if you weren't getting multiple returns when you tried to be different you were probably losing out to players like Salah and De Bruyne and, and those kind of guys yeah so yeah lessons learned from stuff like that are oh, good Harry is still here he says he doesn't have risk out so he's still here yeah yeah he's yeah an amazing season and I can learn from people like Harry so yeah good to Good to know that. Uh, on and off the pitch? On and off the pitch. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Um, in terms of what went well as, because I've been thinking, I've been trying to reflect, um, and it's been nice not to think about FPL too much, but ahead of the stream, I was trying to reflect. Where I, where my season went well was chip strategy. I can't look back and tell you when I used my chips. I've got a terrible memory, but I can tell you I, I wildcarded and I wildcarded when no one else did. I don't remember a single content creator wildcarding the week I did. It was just, I, I just did it because I planned differently. And then again, I think even with my free hit and my bench boost were at very, very different weeks. I think I free hit one time when a lot did, one time when not many did. My bench boost was a week when no one else did, pretty much. My triple captaincy was terrible. But again, I think, I, th I do think there's a big element of luck with triple captaincy. I'm not mm. going to say captain points are lucky, but I think triple captaincy often is. Um, so yeah, I was pleased with my chips. My triple captain flopped big because I didn't go Salah when everyone else went Salah and he went huge. Um, and as we've spoken about, Salah cost me dear this weekend. But again, another lesson from that is play your own game. Don't just use chips because you see your favourites using chips that week. Like there was, I can't even remember who it was or when it was. There was a week when a couple of big names out of nowhere without planning because there was fixture announcements or something when I'm going to wildcard or I'm going to free hit. And the amount of teams I saw on Twitter that were doing it because their favorite content creator had done it. Now that was probably right for that content creator. It doesn't mean it was right for you and chip strategy, just like transfers have to be right for your team, which is why it's so hard often given advice to go, should I sell Saka for Havertz? Mm. It's like, I need to see the rest of your team and I need five minutes to think about it. It's very difficult to give those, those, those those quick responses so even with big things chip strategy matters so much look at your team and and yeah take advice from everyone and we're here to give advice and i'm privileged i can do that but don't you don't have to yeah don't take it all as gospel you don't have to you don't have to do what what your favorite content creator is doing it's a tricky balance isn't it because you you want to stay flexible and you want to stay open to new ideas 
So you don't want to not do it just because everyone else is doing it, which is which is a trap I fall into because I always try and be a bit too clever. It's why yeah. I did that. That's why I did that free hitting game week thirty four. I think I, you know, I wanted to do something a bit different. Didn't want to play in thirty seven sources for the sake of being different, almost. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I'd like to think that it was because I I saw a opportunity for it, and and you know I still think those Chelsea players blanking in those two home games pretty much against United and West Ham. West Ham of the Europe commitments, United being as bad as they were. I think that was unlucky. Getting in Sterling, who blanks at home to Watford in a 5 0 win or whatever it was. Like, there was definitely some, you know, variance swings to it. But generally speaking, it, it it was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. But yeah, you you want to try and stay flexible at the same time. You don't just copy everyone else's mistakes. Yeah. If you just copy everyone else, then you're obviously not going to get anywhere. So yeah, it's a it's a tricky balance to find, but You've got to find it yourself, right? That's what you're trying to say. Be you. That's the, that's the moral of the I'm, stream. Isn't I'm it? going. Yeah, I'm going. Be back an individual. To the whole, I'm going back to the whole theme of look, just absolutely get naked when you score a goal in football. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great sound. Like that. um, this is your team of the season. So these are the players that got you the most points. And big shout out to FPL Optimized um, for this. FPLOptimized.com. You can type in your team ID and see your uh, your kind of. Um, highlights of your of your season. Oh, um, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I've not done yeah. any tools because no, I, I don't know uh, about all these sites. I've only just discovered live FPL on that. For, for <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of these you're gonna you're gonna be like, yep. I, in fact, they all will be because they're they're literally the players you probably had in for the longest and, and did well for you. Uh, Ramsdale in goal, old half a season wonder Ramsdale. Yeah. Uh, Trent, Kinsella, and Reese James, the popular back okay. three. Yeah. Uh, Salah, your boy Havertz. Oh yes, Havertz gets he in. He made it. Uh, Saka, your other boy Foden. Of course. He's in as well. Uh, and Jared Bowen. And interestingly, you know, Bowen obviously far, you know, got way more points than Havertz and, and Foden over the season, but not my less points, <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, Kane is in there. Uh, and then Antonio as well. Again, first half oh, wow. of the season wonder. Yeah, forget about him. Yep. And then a bench of Foster. Uh, I can't even see who that second one is. Ronaldo, uh, is that? Ronaldo, yep. Ronaldo, Alonso, and Matt Doherty. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Captain I'm, Ronaldo I'm, four times. Did I? Yeah. I think, yeah. I remember that. I remember Ronaldo's debut when a lot got him in to captain him. It was Newcastle. And I think he got a brace. And actually, yeah, I got called out a lot on social for any United shirt that day, as if <laughs> I remember the negative. Sort it out, Jenny. Sort it out. Um, oh, Jenny, um, don't listen to the haters. <laughs> I know this 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 is like an agony aunt stream, isn't it? Um Havertz is an interesting one. I guess those mm. points include captaincy. And I think I again, like two, we talk about two captains on him. Okay. So we talk about owning players being enough. Um, and again, one of those captaincies was the Norwich blank when everyone else had Salah and he scored a hat trick against United and and Havertz blanked against Norwich and played as the number nine in a seven goal thriller and was the only player on the pitch for Chelsea to blank. But the other captaincy on Havertz was a 50 pointer, I think, which was amazing. And it was a double game week where everyone went Coutinho or Rafinha. Coutinho did well, Rafinha didn't. And a few others, there wasn't any standout teams. So went Havertz there and it paid off. But again, his EO that week was like a couple of percent. So mm. that's probably the highlight of my season, actually, was that Havertz captain hall because your wins in FPL feel so much sweeter when no one else is on them. Oh, absolutely. That's, what's, uh, that's, that's why we play it. That's, what that's your about. Bruno Gamares moment. It wasn't that's as good as that. About. Admittedly, nowhere near as good as that. That was out of <laughs> this world. a lifetime. That was, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was nice to have them. Like, oh, we'll have fond memories of that. I'll have fond memories of, I know Foden, you could argue if I've had Foden all season, it was a bad call because his points were rubbish. But I actually sold Foden a fair few times and bought him back a lot. And until... 
I think one of the last game weeks of the season, I had him for every one of his attacking involvements. So I owned him at the right times, which was nice. Um, I had every goal, every assist he had. Um, so yeah, a few nice wins. I Yeah, having Bowen's 102 points is depressing. I was clearly a very slow adopter there. Um, I've got some more. I've got some more numbers for Son's you. Son's not on there. Christ. Well, we'll talk about him in a sec. Uh, so again, this is this is uh, from FP Optimize as well. So these are basically the players that got you the most points compared to other kind of FPL managers. Uh, okay. So there's a, there's a gain and a loss for for every player, right? If if a player's really like highly owned and you don't own them, there's a big loss to your your rank based on that. If you get in a really like under-owned player and they get a big haul, then obviously you get the, the biggest gain. So just to use Bruno as an example, because why not? I can't bash that that drum anymore. He <laughs> got 11 points to me in game week 37, and I got all of 11 of those points because of how few owned he was. If he had been owned by more managers, I would have got less benefit from those points because the ranks would have you know made up for the fact that other people had him. So Havertz was actually... Oh, this is all, amazing. In terms of all your players... Uh, you got the most benefit from Havertz points over the season compared Love to that. other managers. Um, 100% impact, uh, 99.44 net on his 99.53 you know, kind of kind of points that he got, including including kind of captaincies and things. Uh, no, sorry, it's 112 points. 99 points, 99 point gain out of 112 points that he got. That is awesome. I love seeing this graphic. I didn't know these tools even existed. Yep, FP optimized is amazing. Uh, and then you look look down the list even more. Look at Foden. He was your second one, uh, 69 net on his 137 points. My two boys at the top of the tree, love that. Absolutely. And the players we've talked about all season, right? Yeah. And then, you know, other players, Kane, James, you know, Ramsdale, you showed that you got him on him early at the right time. Players like Saka, Kulazewski, Cancelo. These were all your kind of, all your best all your best picks, basically, throughout, throughout the season. Even, even Elise is on there. Oh, at least my boy. He'll be one for mostly, next year. Mostly because no one, no one else. <laughs> um, in less good news, Jenny, this is your oh, worst no. player. Oh, it's going to be Robbo. It's going to be Son. And Son right at the top. Yeah, there are no surprises who, uh, well, no surprise, I think, who are first and second are. Uh, first is Son. Uh, he got, obviously, 258 points. Uh, you only got 17 of those points, in essence, because of how little you own Son. Wow. Um, and then look at second, Salah. <laughs> Ouch! As if Salah's not even. I forgot Saka wasn't on that first list. Yeah. Bearing in mind, I owned him a lot. I owned him probably most of the season. It was. It was more. I probably owned him for thirty-three of the thirty-four, thirty-five of the weeks. It was more yeah. the captaincy. Absolutely. So, out of Salah's points, you actually lost in two hundred and sixty-five points. You lost minus thirty points. So over the course of the season, because you didn't captain him, Salah cost you rank, even though you owned him for like. Every week, ninety percent of the season. How crazy is that? That is. It shows how crazy. high his his EO is. You know, his wow. effective ownership for for the entire season. Um. So yeah, Son and Salah were were two big. You know, Son. Okay, you didn't own. Fine, but Salah, you did bloody own. He still cost you cost yeah. you points. Um. I've looked at some of these other names. You got I me. Mean, you got Robertson next. You mentioned him last day of the season. Uh. You you did own him for a bit, I believe. No, you didn't. You didn't own him at all. No, I never no. do. No, so I know, and I need to learn from that. Like, why don't I own? Why do I never go there? I like Rudiger's one. Uh, you gained 0.49 points. I'd Rudiger. never own Rudiger either. If he was at Chelsea <laughs> next season, he'd never be in my team. You must have owned him a, for a week. Don't know. I don't remember it. Maybe I did. Oh, I think I did own him for a week, and yeah. then I sold him straight away for Reese James. Yeah. You must have done because yeah. you got 
you got not you barely got anything for for his for his for his points. Basically. Yeah. Uh, and then have a look at players like De Bruyne, uh, you know, Coutinho's on there who you mentioned, Mason Mount, Money Gosh. Mace. Yeah, you can't uh, have him, Ankai. No, so you know, the, these these are your kind of like you know, your loss. I think it's it's just a really nice way of looking at these players because you look at these players, you go, yeah, I didn't own him, or yeah, I, that did cost me that kind of stuff. Um, it's so, yeah. great because some are obvious, like I know I should have owned Son, I know I should have Captain Salah, but others are personal picks which I always go against. Like I rarely own Robertson, I would never pick Rudiger knowing there's wing backs mm. in the team at the same price. But it's like no learn from that because Robertson's an outstanding pick. Why don't I go there? Like so, so maybe I need to start considering players like Robbo. I'm never going to go and consider a Chelsea centre back over a wing back. That's just me. But you know, Robertson, absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's that's basically your season in a nutshell. Those three graphics. Cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to mention? Want to cover? I think we've. No, I think I think we've pretty much done it. I think just every manager should try and learn learn both what they did well and what they didn't do well. These help with things like player picks. But stuff like where you used your chips, who you listen mm. to and why you listen to them, um, I just think it's really, really important. And I know next season I need to not be blinkered on certain players in, who play certain styles of football, perhaps like a Robbo, because um, I'd always go, no, it's Trent, Trent, Trent. But Robertson now on set pieces, 50% of them equally as advanced. Goal threats as good as Trent's almost. Um, you know, consider these players. And then also think about, yeah, how you improve your game. And for me, it's captaincy. And that's my big one. Don't, I'm going to take fewer risks next season. I know that. I'll continue to make risk, take risks in the transfer market, but on captaincy, I'm going high EO. I think I am. I think I'm going to look at it each week and go, oh, it, I think I have we are, to. We're going to argue so much next I know. season, aren't we? Yeah. One of the reasons you like me and can can, can bear me for, for a week each time is we have quite similar opinions and, mm. and REO takes are often the same, but it's, it's that that's cost me this season as. It's by not going on the high EO. Interesting. Oh, okay. No, it will make it will make for good viewing next season. I'm glad I'll be uh, back. I've loved these streams. I want to thank you and Scout um, oh, for the platform great. to chat. Like it's awesome. I can't believe I can have the platform to speak to thousands of people every week on the the market leading um, FPL platform in fantasy football. Scout, like that's nice. super cool. That's so the fact you guys even have me is awesome. Um, and so many watch. So thank you for watching my journey. Like when we don't post a video as, because we, I don't know, do it a day late or it's a bit late in time. The fact I get comments of people saying to me, I need to see your video on Scout. Like a lot of people know me because of these team reveal videos, which is awesome. Even at Fest, yeah, those people yeah. came up to me and were like, I love your team reveals with Az. So delighted we can continue those. Yep. And we'll be back next season arguing about EO every week, EO captains. <laughs> and if it's so. not that, it'll be something else. <laughs> Uh, one question before we go. Um, player to watch next season. Who have you got your eye on? Who do you think is going to? Who do you reckon is, you know, maybe a new player or someone who struggled a bit this season who's someone that you think could kick on next year? Chilwell, when he's back fit, is going to be huge. Like, I think Chelsea fullbacks next season. I think we're going to go back far. My tip next season is, I know we don't know this until the game's out. I think, I'll, I, think I could see myself with a back five. I do as well. I think, I, think, I, I think I can see myself. Yeah, well, right. Cancelo, Trent, uh, Chilwell, James, yeah, Robertson, and there'll there. be a good four point five option. Have Spence probably coming in. You're gonna have yeah. Perisic. I think is now signed. For, oh my god, Spurs. he has to be listed as a defender. If he's not, that's that's so wrong. I know he. I know we've known him as a winger and even a, a wide forward at times. Literally the last five years, he's played as a as a left wing back for Inter. So he has to be listed as a as a defender in the same way that 
Regalon and Sessignon are, are defenders. Yep. Okay. Chilwell is. I think I'll go to I'm also going to stick with Chelsea and say if Havertz is the number nine but listed as a midfielder and that uh, yes please but also with Mane going a lot of spoken about Luis Diaz and said he's going to be amazing now look no one loves Luis Diaz as much as I do he's been in my team the last five weeks but what I would say is yeah sure Diaz will play on the left but if that means Jota gets way more game time as the number nine then Jota again we know what he's, his expected date is like if Jota is listed as a midfielder he'll be in everyone's team I do. Mm. I'd be very surprised if he's not a forward next season, though. I don't think we'll see all the wide forwards go as forwards, but we'll surely see. We'll surely see Havertz and Jota, possibly Foden. Although next year, I actually, ironically, might play in midfield. Yeah. Um. I think could be nines, could be forwards in FPL. I, I think. I think they're going to push Son up to a forward as well. Oh uh, yeah, Son. Son, I do, but Salah, I don't. I don't think they'll do Salah, and I think. I think they will do Son. You're right. Yeah, Son. Son and Jota could could be the two big. My yeah. voice is and maybe Havertz. <laughs> My voice is completely gone. Too much partying. Too much partying, Mr. Uh, it was so much fun, mate. It was absolutely brilliant. Right. Anyway, thank you everyone for watching and supporting all the videos. Please subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you haven't already. Uh, like the stream. Uh, Nuke Lapman is asking if the chat is if it's going to be dead on here. It is not. There will be two videos a week that I'll be churning out until the season starts, and then once the seat, once the game's out again. Then um, we'll get some of the regular guys back in. Start looking at teams and drafts and strategies and all that kind of stuff. We need we need FPL to relaunch and we need the fixtures and then we can really start to plan uh, for next season. So thank you everyone and Jenny. I will see you next season. See you guys. Thanks for watching.